I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, Live that, that life, life now. now. Where mama you are if you win them hands up. Hey, man. Hey, Sometimes. It takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Winning. Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of That Life. Welcome to our conversation. Yes, yes. Today... We have a guest with us, an entrepreneur, an attorney, someone that is yes. doing it big in the Chicagoland area and the yes. South Suburbs. So we are happy to have her. Her name is Karshina Ross, and we're going to let her introduce herself and briefly give us some details about what's going on in her world. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Karshina Ross. I am um, as Hiram just announced I'm an attorney. I am an entrepreneur. I am a business owner, a mother, a daughter. Yes. And a, a God-fearing woman all in one. Yes. So thank you guys so much for having me and giving me a chance to talk about all that I am, all the pieces that make up me in a whole. Thank you for coming and, and joining us in this conversation today. Yeah, so kind of tell us and, you know, how we do if you listen to that live podcast. We just have conversations, so get comfortable and just talk to us and just let it flow. That is what our audience likes. So, you know, briefly kind of tell us, uh, you know, your background from education and from there, what have you been doing? So education. I like to look and say I was in school for about 27 years straight. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I counted it up. I started school when I was three years old. Oh, God. That sounds like me. <laughs> and I never stopped, you yeah. know. I started early and early preschool, you know, before you even make it to kindergarten. So from there, um, I attended school in the Chicagoland area. I went to a good old Catholic school in Jeffrey Manor. Hey, Our hey, Lady hey, Gator Heaven, OLGH, for those you know who may know what we know. Yes. Um, from there, I went to Seton Academy, uh, another all-girl Catholic school, so Catholic did I. high school. I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, then it all changed. I got a scholarship to go to a state-supported school. I did yes. not want to go to a state-supported school. It was like, public school? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't wear uniform anymore. What are you saying? So I got real clothes when I went to college. <laughs> so I um I attended Illinois State University. Um, I didn't really want to go to Illinois State. I wanted to go to Bradley so bad, but I got free money to Illinois yes. State. So 
I settled because they were like down the street from each other. It didn't make any sense. So um, Illinois State, I majored in criminal justice. And at that point, I knew I wanted to go to law school. I was very interested in uh, the criminal justice process, criminal law. And of course, that's what I went to law school thinking I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I attended DePaul University College of Law in Chicago. Came back home because I thought, at least let me save money and live at home. The weird thing is that between college and law school, I was offered a job. Like, I didn't want a job. I never worked. (laughs) (laughs) So the weirdest thing, my mom was just awesome, took care of me, told me I never have to work as long as I stayed in school. So that was my goal. Like, I could be a career student. (laughs) And I truly just enjoyed school. It wasn't hard for me. It was, you know, really kind of easy for me. And I just really enjoyed learning. So I had an opportunity to get a government job, as people in our world think is the best thing ever. You know, you get this good government state job or a county job or city job. So mine was with the county. And I'm like, "Mm, no, I don't want this job. I'm just going to, you know, continue Mm -hmm. going to school. We had a deal, you know. Uh (laughs) She's like, well, you know, this job is paying like $50,000. i am like, you know, and? You know what I mean? I'm good. I'm living back at home. I can take care of it. So I took took the bait. She said, if you just work, you can keep all your money for yourself. You don't have to give me any of it. When you like to have money and um, be in school, I'm like, mm-hmm. but I got money in this school. I took the bait. I took the <laughs> job. So I wound up working full-time at the Cook County Juvenile Temporary Detention Center, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Audi Home. I'm not built for that. That's definitely <laughs> a Chicago term. Yeah. The Audi Home. <laughs> like, what am I doing here? You know, I'm like a, a self-proclaimed nerd. You know, why am I working here with these Wild kids, of course, in my in my idea, it's just running wild. I'm gonna have to be fighting and all those type of things. And I'm just again not built for that. Um, it wasn't like that, not quite like that. Mm-hmm. I took a job as a caseworker there, so I didn't have to be attending to the um the detainees, but I was more so their social worker. Mm-hmm. So I was there to lend them advice. Um, the best thing I did for them was that we gave them their weekly phone calls. So that was the best thing ever mm. to get to call home <laughs> and check in and that visitation. So, yes. you know, we were the feel-good people yeah, that come so around and like help you. those kids. They like me, absolutely. Right. And you get to have, you know, experience with the rewarding part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, but I hate it when they would call us when they needed all hands on deck. And it's like, I don't want to do that. You know, you guys are ruining my, you know, rep right. with these kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, so I tend, I worked there and attended law school um, part-time in the evening. Okay. So that took me four years to finish law school. Um, from law school, I went right into taking a bar exam, uh, which was really something. I did not make it the first time. Mm-hmm. I missed it by five points. Like, that was the most ridiculous thing I could ever under Five points? You were points. like, five points. Oh, I was like, forget this. I'm not meant to be an attorney. I'm not doing this again. Like, I studied so hard. I relocated from the suburbs to downtown. I rented an apartment. I stayed in the library for days on days. I took every prep class they could offer. So to lose it, to miss it by five points, I was like, yeah, this just isn't for me. So Mm -hmm. I, I was so stubborn. I waited an entire year. So I set out the next bar exam. And, you know, and in between that time, I really kind of pep talked myself like, you could do this. So 
I took it the second time around. I did all the same things again, studied and prepped. And the one thing they told me was that when you don't pass the bar, most people, you you miss it by 10 points or less. So the whole goal in studying this time was to overcome that 10-point deficit. So just when you think you know enough, just learn that little bit more to get past that 10-point deficit. And so that changed it up for me. So then I sat and was extremely much more comfortable because I knew, yeah, I do know all of this stuff, but it was just that extra 10 points that I did. So, And when you pass, you don't know how much you pass by. Mm. They just say you pass. Now, when you fail, they give you that. But when you pass, you just pass. So I could care less. That's all you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) does not matter. I passed. (laughs) I passed. I was so excited. So so, um, from there... I still had the county job. I was kind of figuring, trying to figure it out which way I wanted to go. Um, but the good thing about government jobs is leave of absence. Yes. So <laughs> I was able to keep one foot in that job and have benefits still rolling as I was still trying to entertain and figure out which where I would fit. So I wound up in a small firm in Flossmoor where they practice real estate. But in my mind, I was going to law school to be a criminal defense right. attorney. Mm-hmm. Um it just kind of all switched up, just like that. The great thing about having a law degree is that you don't have a law degree with a specialty. Everybody just has a law degree. It's just That's shady. a good point. That is a good point to make because a lot of times people feel, well, as an attorney, I have to do trial law or I have to do a certain type of thing. I have to do tax law, whatever it is. But there are so many options yes. you know, that comes with being an attorney. Absolutely, which allows you to pivot left, yes. right back, forth, you know, until you find exactly where you want to be. And even after that, you can still turn. So, you know, we have to take our continuing legal education classes. You sit through a couple of those, you're an expert. (laughs) You know what I mean? What what type of attorney in these years since, you know, passing the law have you dived in? What have you done legally? So, um, like I said, I started with real estate. I primarily stayed there. Okay. Um, I've added on to real estate, real estate transactions. Um, I've added commercial real estate in. I was initially just practicing uh, residential mm-hmm. outside of real estate. Then I've also added in business structuring and assisting um newcomers in getting all of their business formations together. Yes. So I've added that in. And then I also represent um, clients who are getting SBA loans and working in government loan fields. So that's been part of the pivot. The SBA Mm -hmm. and government loan really has come along with COVID and, you know, all of the different programs that they have out there and available now. So many people want to take advantage of it. Um, They're being, you know, tricked out of Money and, yes. and information is is just poorly trickled yes. down to us, and we getting it all wrong. So I really didn't realize that was such a avenue for that. So that's pretty much where I've been in 2021, really in that vein. And that's a good, it's a good place to be because like you said, during COVID, during the pandemic, we've seen a couple things. We've seen a lot of people are looking to buy houses, Absolutely. you know, whether it's first time home ownership or they're looking to... Uh, you know, get investment properties or just, you know, move into a bigger home for themselves. We've also seen a lot of people begin to start home businesses and things like that. So the things that you're doing, it's excellent because there's a need for it. Now, would you recommend um, for someone who is looking to buy a property or, you know, looking to, you know, get an investment property, would you recommend that they 
definitely, you know, uh, retain an attorney um, prior to, because a lot of times I've noticed people that I talk to when they're looking to do this, they are at the last minute looking for an attorney. And it's usually at the advice of a mortgage lender. Like, hey, do you know you need an attorney? And the closing, <laughs> and the closing is the closing like in is two like weeks. In a, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, now I have to find an attorney. So that's something that, you know, I think people should understand that if you're looking to, you know, get into real estate of any kind, you know, is that something Absolutely. that you Absolutely. So let me say, the, the interesting part about real estate is that you begin with your realtor. So they take you out and you find mm-hmm. this, yes. you know, lovely property that you want to purchase. At that time, you enter your contract. So you make an offer to the yes. seller and the offer is then accepted or not. But right. if it, the offer is accepted by the seller, you have a contract. Yes. With no attorney involved. Yes. So in real estate in Illinois, especially, there are are five days from acceptance of the contract where your attorney can then come in and review. So there's attorney review period that's built into the contract. But it's five days after acceptance. And so if you don't know, like you're saying, and get that done up front, then those five days pass. Lose five-day window. The five-day window is over. And as an attorney, there's nothing more that I can do for you. And the client is stuck. Stuck in everything. Unless they're, you know, uh, they can get out, but they're going to probably lose their earnest money. Yes. If they want to get out of it. So that's a good nugget. The earnest money. So you should probably, you know, just just asking, you should probably seek an attorney before you put down earnest money. Absolutely. At the beginning of your process, you, I would say, and, you know, definitely you jump in. I would say, you know, get your team together. Absolutely. You know, your attorney, your realtor, just make, form your team. Right. And most realtors... Really, the entire process really starts with the realtor. So realtors have a lot of resources in their pocket. And they, you know, pretty much can lead a buyer who doesn't have an attorney already to an attorney. So a lot of our relationships and marketing and things like that go with realtors because they kind of lead the clients to you. Some clients have an attorney um, up front, but the process is still the same. The offer is placed. The offer is accepted, and then a consideration is given, which is the earnest money. When you have all those three, you have a contract. And they can't um, go and get the—they will lose the property if they don't do that. If someone else comes in and puts in their offer and it's accepted in their consideration, then you'll lose out on that property. So a lot of buyers are so weary because they fall in love with the property immediately. And right now, it's so competitive. It's a seller's market. Everyone's purchasing. I mean, it's— so ridiculous how things yes. are going right now. Um, so, you know, sellers are able to press you harder and the buyers yes. are going. And so on the contract, when you submit it, there's a space where you put your attorney's information. Mm-hmm. And it should, you should be able to have that filled in when you when you submit. Don't leave that blank. Yeah. Yes. You know, find someone. Even retain if you someone. switch an attorney, yes. retain someone. The great thing about real estate law and being a real estate attorney is that for the most part, we don't require a retainer up front. So, you know, you retain us and we get paid at closing. Correct. So So you do not have to put a retainer down. You retain our services, but you don't pay up front for most attorneys, for most real estate attorneys. Um, I would say 90%. You pay us at closing, you know, out of closing figures. So you come in with one number and that includes our... So that's motivation for the attorney to get closing... And everything signed and done. 
Absolutely. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because if not, you know, we're wasting our time. Now, we right. can invoice you after yes. and say, hey, you didn't close, so you owe us this. But, you know, nine times out of ten, we're not going to get that. Um, yes. So, yeah, so we're paid at the end of close. So it's motivation for us to do our job. Right. Our yes. job, though, is probably one of the more easier jobs in the process. The harder job is with the loan, you know, and having a mortgage broker or loan officer or banker, lender, you know, to work with to get the deal done smoothly. Yes. Also, we talked about the fact that, you know, a lot of people have started to form businesses during this pandemic. And so you work with those individuals yeah. as well. Again, I, is it your advice that they retain an attorney to look over things, to make sure that their businesses are getting yes. started off Let on the right foot? Let me tell you, it's, if you want to start a business, start the business. But in starting it, it's not about doing right away. Get your foundation built. Mm-hmm. You cannot start and have a successful business if this bottom level is shaky or you have bricks missing or you have holes in it. Mm -hmm. So if you're offering a service and you're out here just offering a service and you don't have a corporation, any type of legal entity, whatever, even a sole proprietorship still requires some type of formation. Mm -hmm. You You need a business banking account. Yes. You know, you need some type of funding separate from your own personal personal funds. Yes. You know, you need a software system to keep your bookkeeping going. You need a CPA to be able to file your taxes for you at the end of the year, to be able to prepare quarterly reports for you, to be able to pay your government taxes. Um, so, so important. You have to have, again, just like in real estate, you got to have a team up front. Yeah, you have to network. You have to. You have to network. You have to build this team. It's so many things you need to do. You know, many of us start businesses, and it's so many ways you can go from an LLC, and I'm sure you do those. Absolutely. And, and different things. And, you know, the biggest thing I want our audience to know is even if you're thinking about it or doing it, even if you're doing it in your kitchen and you're serving food or you're yeah. in the basement, you're watching kids, you need to talk to an attorney so they can help you and what things you need to do legally and tax. <laughs> exactly. Because what happens, so especially with, again, I, I hate that we keep talking about COVID, but it has exposed so many people. Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's exposed so many people who have businesses but are running their business really janky, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Yes. Like, so there were there's free money out there for businesses that suffered through COVID. However... In order to get the money, has to be secure. Absolutely, <laughs> everything has so to be decent and in order. They need to as see. They want to see your twenty eighteen and nineteen and twenty returns. You don't have them. They want to see your business bank account. Like we want to see a statement from this time in nineteen right. versus this yes. time in twenty. You don't have it because you put all your money from your business in with your personal account, and now you can't decipher which money is income right. and which money is... So even to say, well, how much did you pay yourself? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, just gave myself whatever was, whatever's left over. You know, I've right. got paid the bills. You have or, to make a check out to yourself. You have, you have to put make, yourself on a salary yes. first. You receive a salary from the business. <laughs> that rule, pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's but legally, rule. people pay themselves, they just... Transfer. You're not documenting. Even if you transfer, that's okay. You pay yourself. So figure out 
what your expenses are, your personal right. monthly expenses look like. If you have a sole proprietorship and you do commingle your funds, which you shouldn't, but if you do, figure out what it takes for you to make it a month. Mm-hmm. That's your salary. Pay that to yourself. You can transfer it from that commingled mm-hmm. account into your savings account or you open up an, another personal right. checking account and you can Zelle, cash app, whatever, write yourself a check. Transfer it out. Use that for your and personal funds. It's a record. Yep. yep. It's a record. So even if you're, you know, you're not making a uh, you're not a W-2 employee for yourself, mm-hmm. you could be a 1099 employee for yourself, but just separate it. Contract and then when you go yes. to file your taxes, you can be able to say, I paid myself, you know, fifty thousand dollars. Yes. You know, not, okay, wait a minute. I mean, I had a client with a joint banking account between her and her husband. It was their personal account, two of them on the account. Plus, it was also their daycare business's account. So all of the money- All in one? All in one. Oh. And I I needed to be able to just know how much money she paid herself out of all- out of all of that that was going on in that wow. account. So, you know. You needed an accountant to she, figure that she out. She needed an accountant. And I told her, print out all your bank statements. You're going to have to go through line by line and pull out. Pull out everything that's your husband's. Get rid of that. <laughs> you and, know? What, and what people don't understand is, and I mean, I've been there. If you ever get audited and that's you have that. And oh my that God! Situation, that's you got to send all that. You got to sit with them, and they're not people that are like just so nice and timing. That's hours, hours, and that's why you want an accountant. That if you have to go through that, you'd be like, okay, here's my account. Here's they my take account. care of that. Or here's my something simple like QuickBooks. Right, right. Mm-hmm. you purchase QuickBooks. Yes. QuickBooks is so user friendly. Yes, it it's is. so great for a small business owner. QuickBooks now interfaces with your bank account. Your business bank account. So every all activity that goes on goes right into your QuickBooks. And it and they'll break it out for you. Okay, this was fuel or this was yes. rent. It just dr- dumps from your checking account into QuickBooks. It's already set up. You can go in and and pull a profit and loss statement. You can go in and You can and even pull create it. invoices. You can oh create God. pay stubs in QuickBooks. Absolutely. You know, depending on the version you get. You can do it all. And it's an online version that you can access from your phone. That's you can create awesome. um, it's an app. You can right. you can do an invoice. I can invoice you guys, which you'll get it after we're done here. But <laughs> 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 but I can create it as we're talking. It's gonna log it yes. in. It's gonna give you the option to pay now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? In, in any form of payment. I accept all forms yes. of payment. So convenience definitely. is is definitely key, it's especially key. for small business owners. So you've told us some of the things that you do. How did you make that jump? How did you get off the boat, you know, from working for the county in real estate to becoming this entrepreneur where you're now doing your own thing, you're helping other people. Yeah. We know there's other things we kind of talked about, oh my God. the real estate and helping people to start their businesses. We know you do other things, but how did you make that transition? So I think I was just born and gifted with the entrepreneurial spirit. I watched it growing up because my mom ran her own business from the time yes. I was three years old in, you know, daycare. Um, before then, I was with her and I watched everything she did. She started from, she wound up running and operating one of the largest minority-owned school bus companies. Yes. But she started off as a school bus driver. 
Mm. And I was on the bus as her passenger. <laughs> not supposed to be on the bus with her. So, Bring your kid to work that. Right. That Every, day? Every day? Illegal. Every day. <laughs> we took lunch together. You know what I mean? We got back on the bus together. So... She worked from a, a bus driver to owning her own company, you know, and running a million-dollar-a-month business. And that's a great example to have. Absolutely. You know? So I never saw any different. To unfo- I mean, because unfortunately, after I would go, I would go to before care school, and then I would get picked up and sit at her office with her until she got off work every day. Mm-hmm. So I totally witnessed it. All the way until I started driving, I was like, "No, I can't do this. I can't sit here any longer." <laughs> so, question: Just you know, just asking, you know, where did your mother go to school at? What degrees does she have? Uh, the school of hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> she loves to tell me that she went to Cooley High School. <laughs> she did though. No, from the no. movie, like yes. she absolutely went to Cooley High School. Yes. Like that's so cool to me. But and she said like her favorite class was um, Jesus, the home homemaking class. home economics home economics. Yes. And, and yeah, she learned just, how to cook. She learned how to sew. This is what they taught in school then. Yeah. Yes. Which I really think they need to bring trades oh, back to absolutely. school. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just take it out classes. of school. I'm a yeah. big proponent of I that. promise you they need to bring that And that's what I wanted to back. bring out because people think, and, and I, I'm a believer. All of us in this room have education. We yeah. are believers in education. But... Education is not for everybody. It's not. No. And it's not the only way to make it. It's not the only way. And so I wanted to hear that because people need to know that you can still, even in 2020, 21, whatever, you can still make it in your own business without going to school. Now, school helps because now you come into your mom's business sound like with education. Absolutely. And how does that help you carry on? So for her, it was like, so the great, the, the weird thing is, that was always for her an issue that she didn't go to school and didn't have those degrees. So it really made her feel that think that she may have been taken advantage of and she needed mm-hmm. people around her who had education. So sending me to school and all of that was actually, you know, mm-hmm. of course to benefit her, which it did. Right. So me coming around, it's like, okay, hey, you're smart. You know this. Here you go. Yes. So I would say my real lessons in business started with her business and her mm-hmm. trusting me to say, here's the books. I, I ran what I call the back office of the business mm-hmm. that, you know, what we're saying people don't want to do. You mm-hmm. want to be up front. If you're, um, you know, if you're on a restaurant, you want to just be the chef and cook the food and serve the food. But there's an entire separate piece of your business, which, I, like I said, I call the back room, which is what we were just talking about. I always call it the administrative part in <laughs> everything that people miss. In- that administrative part People miss that. You miss it. It's the it's the net, and That's, it exists in any type of business. Every every business. Church, I say church. Yes. <laughs> you know, nonprofits. Yes. Those are the parts that are usually lacking. Absolutely. You know, we can do the spiritual part. We can handle that, but it's the administrative part, or like you said, in a business, it's like, oh, I'm an amazing chef. I can cook with yeah. my eyes closed. But I need someone to come in here and help me with these books. To put these books And handle these employees. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so that's where I started. So, you know, I was like trial by fire, but I, you know, Mm -hmm. I figured it out. So I would say that's totally where my initial, you know, where my experience came from. And then for me, the numbers were big. And so I didn't want to make mistakes in that. Mm -hmm. And I knew that she trusted me so much to be able to handle that. So, you know, once I was able to start you know, learning that piece, it just became, you know, really easy. But yes, for businesses, you have to do that. But for her, that wasn't her strong suit. She was great at 
motivating people, getting them to go out and come to work at, you know, 4 a.m. in the snow, you know, and I realized that wasn't my strength, though. <laughs> that was not my strength. We so, all have You are 9 to 5. Yes. You know, I'm just like, um, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> so now with all of that, uh, tell us about some of your entrepreneurs. What, are, what have you been doing? Oh, okay. So this is really always weird for me, and I never know which way to go with this. So I'll just say this. Like, don't judge me because I got a lot of stuff going on. That doesn't mean, I don't like this statement when people say, you know, I'm a jack of all trades and master of none. Boo. You know, (laughs) I'm a master of it all. So, you know, so a lot of times I shy away from, oh, I do this and I do that because a lot of things aren't connected, but mm-hmm. it's I call it serial entrepreneurship. That's what I am. Nothing I'm, wrong with yeah. that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. So that's what I'm saying. So, well, you this know. is a safe place. We want yes. you to Thank share. You, I mean, you want to tap into to all say, your interests. Absolutely. I, go for it. And we want people that may there's be no thinking like here. you're thinking that you can do more than two things. You exactly. can, and they don't have to all no. correlate. No. You know? So it's multiple streams of revenue. Yes. And so you have to be able to have money coming in while you're sleeping. That's the whole goal. That is you know? awesome. <laughs> that is, yes, that is my line. I need, I need, I need to money come. to be hitting accounts when I am asleep. I like to wake up and yes. it's like, and oh, you have notifications. Wow. Notifications. Nice. Like this came through and this came through. As we're sitting here, I just got a text like, do you want a Zelle, a cash out? Whichever, you know, <laughs> whatever is easier for you. I have it all. Venmo, what you need? You know, so that for me is usually, it, and it used to be. So I'm, I'm kidding saying don't judge me, but I've owned that now. So, yes, this is who I am. I'm all these people. But that was, and it sounds like, and trust me, I get it. Yeah. It sounds like uh, mentally that was a problem for you because Mm -hmm. we deal with people that barely do one thing. Oh, my God. So, when you're doing two and three, it sounds like, as we say, you had to really transform yourself to know that it's okay. And get off the boat. Get off the boat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? I had to get out that boat. And it's like, I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. Like, I don't feel that I ever want to stop trying to Mm -hmm. do or earning more and growing and growing. You know, I just, I'm ambitious and it's okay. You know, I want more and that's okay. And if you don't, that's okay. That's okay. But <laughs> we probably not the two to talk. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? I can help you with your one thing real quick. Yes. <laughs> so, so with that said, um, so currently I, um, so after I worked for the transportation company for my mom, I thought, you know what? I can do this. I'll start my own transportation company. So mm-hmm. I started a small transportation company, um, Transportation for All. We started in 2017. Um, we didn't survive COVID. You know, mm-hmm. that I really thought we could. It's like, come on. But it's a school bus company. So schools were closed. Right. So with schools being closed, there's no money trickling in. Um, employees found their way to unemployment, which was way Way better (laughs) for them. So, you know, that was something I had to own and say, hey, this is not going to work. And let's pivot out of this and see what's next. Um, So from there, and the good thing is that I am an attorney. I can always fall back on my um, law degree. And so that's pretty much what I did. So I went and started, you know, kind of calling people back. Hey, Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, you still need representation? I'm available now. You know, Mm -hmm. so um, that opened up. And also, I started a mobile dry cleaning service. So there is a, I purchased a franchise of One Click Cleaners. Um, One Click Cleaners Southland is um, is our name. And the mobile dry cleaning service is just that. We come to your home, 
your business. We pick up your dry cleaning, your laundry, um, your um, blankets, um, and we clean them and we bring them back to you. Love it. Nice. It's the convenience. Oh my God. It's Especially during COVID. Yes. Especially during Everyone COVID. Everyone had tons of laundry. Tons of laundry and COVID. you want it sanitized. You yes. want it, you know, COVID cleaned. You yes. know, even though it's in your house, you just don't, you want it to be yes. done correctly. And you don't want to have contact. So you don't have, to, you don't even have contact with us. We bring it, we have hooks where we just hook it on your front door. Wow. You come and get it. You get a laundry bag, you leave it on your porch or in your garage or wherever you want us to pick it up from. We can get that done. So that business, um, I launched January. So still trying to grow that. So mm-hmm. one of the things, of course, when we get to business, is growing your business yes. and marketing your business. So what's missing from me now are the customers signing up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like to be able to have this opportunity to say, hey, visit oneclickcleaners.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and put in your zip code, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how you get to sign up for service. So, you awesome. know, if you got a chance to do that, do that. I mean... Even like churches, you know, everybody can bring us up to church if you want to. The bag is in your trunk. You know yes. what I mean? One pickup. One pickup. We get them all and we drop it yes. all back off on Sundays at your workplace. The same thing goes, you know, hospitals, um, doctor's That's offices. Convenient. I it's like that. very, very convenient. So I'm doing that um, now. It's so weird that I had to like make a list of all the stuff. <laughs> um, I own properties, of course. So as a real estate attorney, I, I'm also a property owner and a landlord, which is tough um, out here. So if you're thinking about doing that, let's talk first. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also have a, my newest venture is I'm moving into mortgage lending and being able to assist the buyers out here yes. to be able to be ready to purchase when they go out shopping. Mm. Yes. Nice. Because people go looking for a house and they fall and they in love with the house. Contacted no a lender. Never contacted a lender. So you really don't know what you qualify for. You don't, you just don't know. No. And and then you're gung-ho about this house. Yes. So not only do they not know, but they've entered into that contract that I told you guys yes. about. Yes. Uh-huh. With no attorney and no lender. Yes. And so now everyone's on the defense because there's a time limit in the contract. Right. So you don't even, you've never even ran your credit yes. to know that you got like a 500 credit score. Like, I don't think, I think you're going to have to rent a little while longer before mm-hmm. you can purchase. But so being able to move into that field. So my new business is called Superior Source Capital LLC. And with that, we're going to begin with a lot of education. Before you get into trying to get loans, um, which we will be able to do financing. Love it. But we are going to do education before. So you help a person and with that 500, how to grow their credit score. Absolutely. And don't go. Everything is here. So don't leave us just because you got that. We can't do that for you now. But within a year, we're we're going to be able to help you. And we want it to be so easy. Like you pull up to McDonald's. You're like, let me get a number one. Like, I want you to be able to look Mm -hmm. and say, you know what? I need a number two. And and that number two is going to have everything you need. And we're going to help walk you through it so that you can get that score and purchase that home you want to have at the rate you want to have it at. That is key. Yeah. That is key. It was just so, so many people with these needs that were just not being addressed. And, Mm -hmm. you know, people have, and people have money. The thing about COVID is people weren't broke. People have money, but then a lot of times they don't have the credit 
Absolutely. You know, to match it. And the knowledge. Or the knowledge. Yeah, they just don't they have don't the resources. Have the resources. The networking. Networking just, is so powerful. Yes. Networking is so powerful. And like you said, people just think it's just so easy to go about a house. And then there are people that can't afford a house but are scared. So I will tell you, some people don't even know what their credit score is. They don't. That's why I'm telling you. And it's you. not bad. And it's not they bad. They just don't they even just know. Don't know. They don't know. They just don't check You can it. get a free credit report at annual, freeannualcreditreport.com. Yes. Everyone is entitled to one annually. Yes. yes. It will not give you a credit score, but you will get to see everything that's on your credit report. Yes. And then from there, you can move forward. It's it's so straightforward. It's so, so convenient now. The apps yeah. you can have on your phone. Yes. You can monitor your credit. Yes. Um, but you can get a free credit report and pull it and see what you and have. And you should. Absolutely. Some people think uh, bankruptcy, they feel like they can't make it. Can you still do any of the things from buying your own home or doing your business if you've had a bankruptcy yes. or two or three? Yes, you can. You can. Chapter 7, Chapter 13, these are not deal breakers. And these are things you are able to help Absolutely. them with. I mean, in pretty much any attorney, but uh, they need to at least check. Yeah. So even foreclosures or short yeah. sales or um, repossessions, things on your credit that judgments, liens, um, IRS liens, things like that, all, none of those things are there to, to just stop you from being able to purchase. There's ways that you can... Clean and yes. clear those things up to be able to get home ownership. Yes. If that's what you want. Or you want to purchase a, a, a commercial property. You want to rent and lease a space for your commercial business. You can still do those things. Even when you find out, like, oh, my God, I know I filed a bankruptcy, you know, two years ago. What am I up against? Mm-hmm. But all the things that you do, and I'm sure all of us, where people don't see it, they always think that we're all together lovely. Mm-hmm. We all have moments. We all have breakdowns. But what is it that affirms you, that encourages you? How do you get up every day and fight this fight? What motivates you? Oh, my goodness. Um, so something, I, I, I talk about my mom a lot because she's a huge motivator for me. But my mom gave me what's called a key. And in her key, her key is determination. Mm. And since I was young, I always lived by the key of determination. So that's just like no one can stop me. And then from there, in the within the last 10 years, my motto has been fail fast. Mm. So if you're starting something new, if you're doing something new, everything is not going to pop. Everything right. is not going to be right. successful. But mm-hmm. if you fail, fail fast. Like, don't sit around wallowing in it and woe is me and look at what I'm doing. Get close it up. Close it Wrap up. Let's it up. all die. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, get it, get it out the way. Move on yes. to what's next for you. It's not the end of the world. Yes. And fail fast. And here's the next thing that I put on to that and fail forward. Yes. I like so that. these are not mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know, just models that I picked up in life. But if you're gonna fail, fail fast. And when you do fail and fail fast, fail forward, not yes. backwards. So keep moving because yes. you're going to learn. Able to get, you're able to push yourself up forward. It's harder if you're on your back. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're going to learn from those things. When you when you make that mistake and you fail in business, you know in your next business, 
So this isn't the way I need yeah, to do it. This doesn't work, work for me, mm-hmm. right. you know. And maybe I need help there. Or maybe I need a new resource. Or I may need to hire someone yes. to do that. That's not for me, you know. I pr- maybe I overextended myself, whatever it is. Yes. But learn from it and move on and 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 see what you want to do next. Well, I love it. I have enjoyed this episode. Right. I have enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Definitely uh, dropped a lot of gems. I yes, hope so. A I, lot just, of impre- I learned <laughs> some stuff. I learned some stuff too. <laughs> so it was very educational. Uh, you know, anything that we didn't talk about that you would like to leave with our listeners? Well, you know what? I actually want to share a story, something that I got from you guys from That Life podcast. So I was in a situation, and this is just dealing with a personal situation, and you guys had a couple of podcasts about forgiveness. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I listened to both of them, just sat there, me, myself, and I, and you guys don't even know how you guys rebuilt and re-energized me in in those two podcasts. And I wanted to call you guys like, hey, can we talk? But the, po- <laughs> the podcast did it all. I was like, you know what? I don't need to talk to them. <laughs> they put it all out there, you know, in such a way that it just really rebuilt and re-energized me. And I'm like, that's all I needed, you know? I feel like sometimes as an academic, you can kind of read and listen to something and you got it, you know? Right. And then you can internalize it yourself and flip it. Mm-hmm. You guys have put it in such a way that, it just hit me. It just made sense to me. And it was just like, the best part was every day you choose to forgive. You oh, do wow. not yes. have to. It's not a, a full on, okay, I forgive and I forget and we move mm-hmm. on. It's just like every day you choose to forgive. And, and it's okay if this particular day you don't. In this day, I may feel like I want to be petty. I want to stay here, you know? I, I don't want to be nice about it. I'm feeling it. You let yourself feel that. You live through it. And then the next day, maybe I'm feeling great about it. So I just want to tell you guys, thank you, because I was in a space, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Thank and you for listening. <laughs> yes, but, you know, it was awesome. So I really, that's what I really want to leave you guys with, to know that what you guys are doing on this podcast is definitely helping. It really helped me. And the great thing is that, like, I stole that information. And now I'm, like, acting like it's mine. So I was talking to one of my friends. I was like, let me tell you. (laughs) This is what you do. I said, no, no. Each day, take one day at a time. You know? You can still be. And so that's why I said I flipped it into my terms. But it was great. So I just want to tell you guys, thank you and keep up the good work. Thank you for Thank you so much for having us, having me. Thank you for sharing. Now, where can our audience find you for the social media, online, if they want any of the things you do? Yeah. How can they do that? So, um, I have a website, which is uh, karshinaross.com. So, it's C-A-R-S-H-E-N-A-R-O-S-S.com. Um, that will direct you to my real estate practice. I'm on there. You can book a consultation with me. I do a free 30-minute consultation um, from there. You know, if you want to retain me, we can sit down and go forth with yes. that. Um, for the mobile dry cleaners, it's um, oneclickcleaners.com. And the Instagram is oneclickcleaners underscore Southland. Um, that'll get you directly to ours because there are a few different franchises um, of um, one-click cleaners out there. 
And um, a superior source is also has a website, superiorsourcellc.com. Um, but we're still, like I said, building that up and getting it ready to do a full launch. So we'll have a soft launch and then a full grand opening. So I'd love for you guys to be able to be there for that yes. as well. Now, I want to make sure they reach you. So for the cleaners, the one click, is that the number one? Is that the word one spelled oh, out? I want to make sure they're it's able to reach the, you. The word one. So O-N-E, click, C-L-I-C-K, cleaners. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, we are so happy to have you and we thank you and we pray that all of your businesses and everything that you go win. Yes. Until next time, remember to live that life now. Now. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life, that transformed, healed, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 To every winner, every champion, every overcomer. One Click Cleaner Southland offers a professional dry cleaning service with free pickup and delivery. What One Click Cleaners does is provide you with quality dry cleaning, shirt laundry, and wash and fold tailored to your personal preferences while saving you the trip back and forth to the dry cleaners. We make it as easy as possible for you to perform your dry cleaning chores. We give you a garment bag, you fill it with your soiled garments and leave it on the scheduled days and times in a location convenient to you. We then pick up the bag, take care of the cleaning and pressing and return it the next scheduled day. We also offer emergency next day services. Please visit our website at oneclickcleaners.com. If your zip code is not included, give us a call, 773-251-9903, oneclickcleaners.com.